When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh my goodness, look at this squad today. Welcome to PHNX Cardinals podcast presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Don't forget to hit that like button. Today is a day to celebrate. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. I'm Johnny Venerable, joined as always by Mr. Bo Brock, Frank Sanders, number 81. Gentlemen, we are one week away from the start of the 2022 NFL Draft. And boy, oh boy, it was like it was like we got an extra first-round pick today, Bo, <laughs> by what took place on social media. Frank, don't look at me with that confused look on your face. <laughs> I have renewed optimism with my Arizona Cardinals, Bo, and that starts with one K1 Kyler Murray. Yeah, extinguishing any of the rumors that were going to lead up to next week, our draft party. We weren't going to have any like Aaron Rodgers report on draft day like Adam Schefter dropped last year about Kyler Murray. And should there be speculation that he's on his way out the door? Not only did Steve Kimes say there's zero percent that he was going to be traded and Kyler going on the bird today and winning the Internet. We also had the Cardinals owner, Frank Sanders' boy, Michael Bidwell, turn, t- telling Kent Summers, tripling down, not just doubling down, tripling down that their franchise quarterback, Kyler Murray, is indeed not going to be traded. It's a great day. It's one to be celebrated when, you know, this organization has taken some L's this offseason, Frank. Lies, lies, and more lies. I cannot believe these brothers got on personal primetime television and said that stuff, man. I'm not sold on it. I'm not believing it. The Cardinals are going to do what's in the best interest of the Cardinals right now. It sounds good. I'm just not sold on it, bro. I'm sorry. I'm not sold That's on fine. it. That's fine. You don't have to be sold on it because K1 is here to doubt, for you doubters, Frank Sanders and Chase Edmonds. Chase Edmonds, a.k.a. We're giving him a little keep our quarterback's name out of your mouth, Chase Edmonds. <laughs> Go to Miami and hang with Tua. That's right. Give him the Will Smith treatment. <laughs> Did K1. Let's pull up the screenshot here. By the way, before I do this, K1, Chase Edmonds, supposedly very close. Buddies, right? Right. But when, but when you get in somebody's pocketbooks and start speaking out your mouth and it's a negative reflection on that player, I'm sorry. Let me make sure I get the, I get the right buy here. This is Kyler Murray subtweeting NFL on CBS Chase Edmonds yesterday said, for those of you who are listening to audio format, no disrespect to the Arizona Cardinals. I feel like they don't put the team in a position to be successful year after year, and Kyler Murray's not going to sit around and wait for that. And then Patrick Peterson, they all they all basically said, like, yeah, K-1's out of there eventually. He's gone. The Cardinals, it's a terrible culture organization, to which Kyler Murray, less than 24 hours after this was posted, Kyler Murray subtweets this and says, quote, I want to win Super Bowls with the Cardinals. AZ is home. Basically saying, Chase Edmonds, I love you, my brother. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you, you are not a part of this team anymore, right? 
move on. Patrick Peterson, good hell, move on. This is K1's team, whether he's got his extension or not. Question. Would Chase Edmonds, did he want to leave the Cardinals? Nope. Did Patrick Peterson, Peterson want to leave the Cardinals? Yeah, nope. yes. No. Yes, he did no. once upon a well, time. He, well, because the same thing that's coming out of Chase Edmonds' mouth, I've heard out of, was S. Comunicarde out of the Cardinals organization. Trust me, bro. I hear what you're saying, and this is a great statement by Kyler. He says, I want to win Super Bowls with the Cardinals. Plural. AZ is home until it's not my home anymore, and that's how it is across the board. Well, I want this to be the best station on the planet, (laughs) PHNX Cardinals 1000. Got Got the tattoo to prove it. PHNX right there. K2 tattoo to prove it. Guess what? If they, if they didn't sign Cliff Kingsbury, I'd probably change my tat 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 my my uh my tattoo to a Johnny Venable tattoo pretty fast, Bo. Me too. I, 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 want I appreciate some, it. I want a JB tattoo. Give me some of the ink. But look, let's let's take it easy on Chase. I think Chase was no. kind of I think t- Chase was brought in and like you you everybody gets kind of taken into these conversations. You get dragged into the mud. You, like I said yesterday, it was like two people who dated the same person. And they just get to talk and they get to chirp and they start to say some things like Chase doesn't even truly believe. And let's actually take back, you know, Chase didn't say the quote we put up there. That was P2. That was P3. My guy, Petty Patrick Peterson. He was the one that was saying it, Frank. And he's the one that can't keep the Cardinals off his lips. He wants nothing but bad things to happen to his former organization because he felt like he was done wrong, even though he did himself dirty. Chase Edmonds, all he said was Kyler needs to be paid. True. He also said that the team was frustrated after back-to-back seasons after they kind of folded the end. Good. I'm glad everybody was frustrated and that things were boiling over. You shouldn't be happy with how things ended. I don't think that Chase Edmonds said anything out of line. He just was maybe guilty by association hanging out there with P3. You are who your friends you are who your friends are. It's like my parents always used to tell me. Johnny, you, you are who you date. You we're worried about the people you surround yourself with. If I'm Chase Edmonds and I get asked to be on this program that is 99% of the time anti-Cardinals, I know what the agenda will be. He knew what he was signing up for. Chase, you were a great pick. Go get your money. No state tax in South Beach, Florida. But stop. Kyler Murray's situation, Chase, is not the same as your meager contract from a fourth-round running back. It's one it's- touchdown. Hey, guys. One touchdown not- last year. <laughs> right. But you're saying that as Chase running our running back position without a doubt, and he's and he did that. And unfortunately, there was a situation where he got a little hurt, little, little, little situation. But Chase Edmond is not a little. He's another one of those Steve Kine picks that we let it go that is a young stud that was wanted by another organization. That myself, I don't think the Miami Dolphins picked up a bad pick. I think they got a hell of a running back. And unfortunately, we might see another running back, another player leave our team that's going to another team that will become successful. So when we're talking about Chase Edmond, we got to think that it wasn't that he didn't want to be here. They let him go. And that's a problem. That's a position. Sour, sour grapes. Sorry. You they called it sour grapes. Why, why do y'all call it sour grapes when this guy is still talented and available? He was drafted here's what by I the care, Here's what he I care about right here. Here's what, I, here's what I care about. DeAndre Hopkins. I'm done. On his, on his Instagram. I can't do it. Oh, let's go. Sub, Kyler Murray's quote. Basically, the guys who are here want to be here. The nucleus of the elites. You I'm sorry, Chase, Chase Simmons. You, you are think not Chase didn't want to be here? Chase didn't want to be here. But not, gonna, not out of your mouth, Johnny. Johnny, out of your mouth. If Chase 
wanted to be here, he would have taken a, a large pay Cardinals cut. have a Pro Bowl running back. His name <laughs> you, said he'd have t- you said he would have took both. both. Oh, I'm said. saying, look, he had the choice whether he wanted to secure the bag or whether he wanted to play in a place. Look, and I understand it was a business decision. And that's what it's coming down to. And that's what that's what Peterson's still up in arms. It's like they made a business decision. They moved off you, dude. Like you had two down seasons at the wrong time after a trade request. And it, look, I think that Chase got drawn in. He was he was rolling around in the mud with with his oh former teammate. God. But here's the thing, you know, now the Arizona Cardinals can kind of check a box with this one. It's like, okay, it's not as bad as people Thank are you. making it out to be. Kyler Murray doesn't want immediately out of the desert. We can stop the talk about his timeline, about him wanting to be traded before the NFL draft. He said he wants to win multiple Super Bowls here in the desert. Steve Kimes says zero chance he's being dealt. Now they need to figure out. He also gets some Ian Rappaport's mentions, and he says, should Kyler Murray be traded? Steve Kimes said zero chance, and Kyler Murray hit that with a hundy. Says 100% that's correct. Zero chance I'm getting getting traded. So... (laughs) The Cardinals at some point, is there been any conversation now that, okay, yeah. just wait on, we just wait. We're going to yep. pay you. It's going to happen. Oh my God. So let's not, I feel let's like not. Frank, frankly, you need to listen to this. Okay. <laughs> I feel like, first of I'm, all, bring me home. First, bring me home. First of all, bring everybody me. in the, con- don't rain on everybody's parade in the comments. We're all, this is a day. This is a celebratory day. Um, Kyler Murray and Steve Kime and Michael Bidwell and Eric Burkhart, I can say, it feels like they're on the same page. I don't know that definitively. We went from pressures on because of the fact that there is a soft or hard deadline by the NFL draft. Now it's Kyler Murray is actively going on to Twitter, a place that yes. he just usually goes to to promote ads. He is not active on social media, in part because that's great. I, I, I don't need him to be active on social media. He's not only tweeting this out, but then he's got a couple responses, not only Ian Rappaport, but then to, to Colin Cowherd, who basically critiqued his work ethic today, Colin basically compared Kyler Murray to Aaron Rodgers, aloof, talented, but like basically they don't put the team first, right? They're me guys before we guys, to which Kyler Murray responds with. And Kyler's been on the show. Uh, Colin Cowherd has Kime on the show. And it's a friend of the Cardinals is this program. Kyler goes, run with whatever narratives y'all want to run with. But questioning my work ethic we not going for stop playing with me, Colin. I still rock with you, but come on. I think Kyler Murray, I think his agent, I think the Cardinals know this deal is going to get done. It's going to get done after the draft. Everybody take a deep breath, right? I would not be surprised if by late May, early June, after the draft, maybe after a couple, you know, filler free agent additions, this gets done and we, and we move on. I, I just feel like if Kyler Murray's camp, we saw them put pressure on the Cardinals late February, yeah. early March. They would still be doing that if they felt like there was not light at the end of the tunnel bow. Right. Absolutely. And I think that people are asking me today on, on Twitter saying, Hey, why didn't he speak out earlier? Why didn't he why didn't he do this back in January and February? He's like, Well, he was letting this guy, Eric Burkhart, try to get him his deal then. He was letting this guy work because Frank, I got to imagine. I mean, I've never been somebody that, I've never been represented by anybody. I'm sure you dealt with your agent all the time. You just have to yeah. have just trust in those guys. So tr- Kyler was trusting his guy, thinking, okay, let's get the deal done now. I mean, why not? If, you, if you're going to pay me now, let's do it. So he was letting Burkhart work for him, right? You just have to have that. You just, if you're going to hire somebody as your agent, you just have to have 100% trust in those guys. Am I correct? I would agree that you, sh- you should to the point that you realize that they are really working for you or they're working against you. The conversation was that you know Kyler was the bad guy for 
or Eric Burkhart was the bad guy for trying to put the Cardinals in a bad situation and trying to force their hand. And now I see that this is the part where I have to take a back seat and say, I admire what Kyler's doing right now, only from the standpoint that they must have told Kyler something. They must have already said to Kyler that finally we got your back. We're going to give you this. This is the amount you will get. And this is the narrative on the table right now, because prior to this moment right now, Kyler said absolutely nothing, absolutely nothing in regards to all the naysayers of what Eric was being punished about. He was, he was the wrong guy. Kyler said nothing. He's defending Kyler now and the, and his position with the Cardinals. And to me, I feel like something has been said and therefore he can, now he can stand with two feet planted on the ground that Kyler Murray will be a Cardinal for the next four or five years based upon what he's doing now. I would say it'd be a shame to all of us that a and win Super Bowls and that, you know, and that I come on, you don't talk to Colin Coward. You don't do that to him if you didn't think you you had the back to say that based upon your work ethics. That to me says right now, I believe Kyler knows that they got a contract dealer on the table and that it will happen along the same lines of what Bo you've been saying over the last couple of months, last couple of shows, which is in June and July. Uh, another interesting note from this Nugget presser, something we've speculated, uh, asked if Kyler Murray was, if they were worried about his absence, they said no from voluntary workouts, but quote, they do expect him, Bo, sometime for these workouts. I think that's pretty on par with last <clears throat> offseason. Uh, you remember two offseasons ago, they didn't have this because of COVID. Kyler got everybody together in Dallas, thrown with D-Hop after the D-Hop deal. Last year, he showed up a couple days after the start. Uh, I just checked Instagram, James Conner, DeAndre Hopkins working out, uh, working the hurdles, the ladders, doing some weights. Um, I, I think we see Kyler Murray. I don't know this definitively. It feels like next week, the draft, all the hoopla. I think we get Kyler Murray back for workouts in the facility. It just feels like he's back next week. Would you say that's a fair assessment? Yeah, I mean, next week might still be a little bit early. We saw him late May last year, but it was a different time frame. It, it, it doesn't matter. I mean... Uh, do you feel, let me ask you this, Johnny, I mean, do you feel like today, I, I know it's on Twitter and, and I know that like it's, it's, you know, and, and Michael Bidwell says, said some people kind of get lost in, in social media, but you think this is a, a sign of Kyler Murray showing leadership, finally speaking out and kind of putting a, a stop to all this press and, and speculation. Yeah. I don't love the coward response because I think that's a little bit Baker Mayfield-esque. I don't think he has to stoop to that level, but I do think that like the response to Ian Rappaport was probably my favorite thing of the day. Just he's like, yeah, I'm my GM says I'm not being traded. I'm not being traded because if I wanted to trade, I would force a trade like Deshaun Watson, like Debo Samuels attempting to do. I, I, I That's the best thing I saw today. It's like, hey, guys, whatever you think, contracts, otherwise – I'm playing for the Arizona Cardinals. I want to win Super Bowls here. I'm not, I have no intention of, of playing elsewhere. I'm not being traded. And I have the ownership support. And I, I don't think Kyler wants to be traded. I don't think he wants to uproot his life that he's established here in Arizona. Uh, I think he, he, he has relationships here that he cares about, team members that he cares about. I mean, like, the organization is riding on Kyler Murray, but Kyler Murray is riding on this organization as well. They're, they're, again, we've talked about it. They're tied to each other. Kime. Kingsbury, Kyler Murray, those three individuals are tied to each other for better or worse. And I think Kyler Murray, something deep down, if you'd have to sit with him and speak with him one-on-one, -on -one, because I don't think he's ever going to give us this in an interview or face-to-face. -face. I think he takes a lot of pride in this franchise 
having no homegrown quarterbacks to speak of and him being the first first overall pick that's really panned out at the quarterback position and and breaking franchise records and taking this franchise to new heights like we we talked about yesterday Chase Edmonds bitching and moaning about the culture of the Cardinals and be like the Steelers and the Packers I think Kyler Murray just like Kurt Warner once upon a time and Carson Palmer they relish the opportunity of winning a championship for the first time for this organization Frank Sanders I would say negative to most of the ninety percent of the stuff you just said because I didn't really oh, okay. honestly no and I'm just not not just again. Kyler is only standing on the grounds that Steve Kimes and Michael both have come out and said something prior to this conversation and prior to what they said the last couple of twenty four hours. Have he he's done nothing about this Arizona Cardinals in 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 any tweet or subtweet or some some social media aspects not once. So that's why I go back and say they, they must have told him something that the deal will be done. I agree with that. Johnny, you go where the money goes. And if the money is not here, he's going to go someplace else. He's been the blunt. He's been the, he's been the punching bag of the entire offseason, the entire time since we left, since we left uh, LA. That's that's, it's all been on Kyler. So in my best, my best estimation, Kyler right now can feel comfortable, comfortable to come out and say what he's saying right now, because they must have told them something on the back end. Because before that, he had said nothing. If Kine had not come out and said anything pertaining to Kyler Murray, I don't think we'd have that same backing. And if Michael hadn't done the same thing, I don't think we'd have the same backing. So I believe there's a deal done. Already done I, on the back end, and therefore he can come out I and be as bold as he want to be. This is not leadership. This is just money. Money's being talked. You talk the right talk. I'll back you guys right now. Prior to that, he backed them. No, he had no conversation to say about those guys. I've asked for that. That Why didn't the Cardinals come out and say something? They haven't said anything. They finally said I don't something. disagree with that. I okay. Listen, I'm not saying I disagree with the fact that Kyler's happier now because it feels like there's been positive talks. And to Jalen Blair's you know, comments in the chat, he said, I think Kyle and Bidwell finally extended an olive branch. Well, we know up until maybe a week ago, two weeks ago, they hadn't had any talks. No. So it, feel, it feels like, yes, there's been an olive branch of some kind. Um, and to Frank's point, probably a lot of it has to do with money. But, Bo, yeah. I, I just – I feel like – Kai, maybe Kyler was just waiting for that olive branch. It'd be nice to have. He'd been punching back. And I'm sure Kyler, growing up in the era that he did in social media and being on Twitch and, and being pretty active, it was tough for him to stay quiet when there was all this noise. You know, I mean, he said it in his statement. He's not about that. He's not about all this nonsense. I'm sure it was tough, but he was letting his guy, Eric Burkhart, do his work and see if they could pull off the deal early. He couldn't. I'm sure Burkhart was like, okay, this is where we are. Maybe they had a conversation with the Cardinals. Maybe they didn't. Maybe the Cardinals were like, hey, those reports about Jamison Williams, we love him. We're going to go get that guy for you. Or Jalen Burks, if he's there at 23, we're going to get you a guy at 23 that's going to make your life easier. I don't know what it was, but whatever reason, Kyler Murray, he pulled off the uh, the little filter today and was unfiltered, hitting at a couple you know, heavy hitters on Twitter and, and on national in the national media. Hey, brothers, I'm happy, though. Like, when I say this, though, respectfully, though, I, I really do. Yeah. I was the guy who said trade him, right? And I thought I put it out there, trade him, because the way you're treating him, he should be traded. He's, he's just, there's no there's no celebration of your star quarterback who's two-time pro bowler. There's, there's no celebration that happened. After, after the Rams game, he's been the punching bag. So that, to me, but I'm happy with today. Like, I, I'm happy that there is some part of an olive branch, and there's a part that says Kyler's defending the Cardinals despite the narrative that's been out there about trading him and the trade rumors. And I'm glad that Michael and Steve came out and said something about their star quarterback. That is, that is important to know that you're wanted 
to know that you're celebrated and not just tolerated. And if that's the case right now, look, I, I'm I'm happy that the I want him as my quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals. I would love to play for Kyler Murray as my starting quarterback. Whatever the shenanigans they said, I don't care. I would love that because I know that we're in a, we're heading in the right direction with somebody that has the ability and the talent to take us to a next level. And if you are you a betting guy, tell you what, you better bet on you better bet on Kyler because I believe that inside of him, talent wise, both. He's definitely a winner. Yeah, I I feel like the Cardinals. This they're playing they're playing with house money after today, uh, and and you could be too using the DraftKings sportsbook app. The NBA playoffs mean next level basketball. Basketball, get in on the first round of action with DraftKings, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Uh, the good news is you cannot look at Kyler Murray future odds on DraftKings uh, because he is staying an Arizona Cardinal by and large this week. New customers can bet five dollars any team to win and get $150 in free bets instantly, no matter what. All DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet on NBA hoops with same game parlays. Plus, each day of the first round, which we are still in, minus Devin Booker, get a risk-free bet up to 10 bucks if your same game parlay does not hit. Bet the Suns, baby. Bet them to the moon. I do think they're going to rally and beat the Pelicans. Booker hopefully will be back for round two. It's a call to action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use that promo code PHNX. Bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game. They're in the first round. Get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code PHNX at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA in Arizona only. 21 and over gambling problem call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customer only minimum $5 deposit. <laughs> Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook. Again, we are one week, gentlemen, away from the 2022 NFL draft. We're going to give you some insight, hopefully, into what kind Cliff are thinking. But get your primer ready. Get your RSVPs in because mm-hmm. almost to the T, one exact week from right now, we're going to be live at the Ainsworth downtown phoenix april 28th 4 p.m byron murphy will be there with us we're going to be kicking off draft coverage in style complete coverage of the first round we're going to be live food and drink specials giveaways myself bo brock frank sanders damian anderson marshall ship deuce latui sean phillips frankly too many to name in the star (laughs) study to bet come out support phnx have a good time the first 50 people through the door, free photo, autograph, handshake, meet and greet with Byron Murphy. Come kick it. Peach and X Cardinals live April 28th, 4 p.m. at the Ainsworth. Gentlemen, I cannot, literally, I cannot wait. It's going to be unbelievable. Yeah, man. It's going to be crazy. Excited. Look, you. This is this is the time where... You're looking for your team to actually make some transition. This is the moment right now. You got to start. You got to stud quarterback. The draft is always the spring. It's always the springboard to something new, something to express and be excited about. If you come into the event, bring a sign, bring a board, bring something that talks about you know winning. The Cardinals winning, PHNX winning. What we're doing for the Cardinals. Bring something. Come dressed up to the nine. Come dressed up like you just got like you just got drafted because I'm gonna come dressed like I got drafted. I'm. A, I'm not coming in. A, I'm having <laughs> really? a PSA. I'm coming in a jacket, some tight pants, a nice, some nice shoes, a nice hell, a hella fly belt, a hat turned backwards with my PHNX on it, a PHNX shirt. I'm coming just like I got drafted. I might bring out the gold chain and Ooh. some rings so I could shine. Rings. This, it's the day, bro. Like that's that's like the epitome of 
your life changing. You imagine what PHNS Cardinals are going to be like, man, after we call up the first pick, man, and the second pick, and then we got some – then Steve does his magic, pull out some, 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 some special sauce. He goes in his little <laughs> bag of tricks, man, and we got two first-round draft picks right now because we don't know what he just did. What? That's the kind of magic I'm looking for, bro. That's what draft day brings about. It's going to be a change. And look, Bo, you know what it feels like, baby. That's what it I, feels like. You're it's the like only magic. one that knows how, to fe- how it feels like back in 1995. <laughs> feels like, feels like magic. Are, That's what I'm talking Bo about. Are, are year after year undrafted. <laughs> That's right. Frank, what was your out? What was your draft day fit when you got uh, your name? Oh, called man, in the we didn't round. have that back then, man. No? We, shit, we were sitting at home watching a boob tube and then like the little teleprompter at the bottom of the screen. It was shit. You couldn't. It was only I was. They told me this is what I will respect about the draft. Mel Kuyper said, Frank, you'll be the late first round or early second round pick. You'll be the fourth receiver taken in the draft. And he called it. He called it. He pulled a, a Nostradamus on without a problem. Joey Galloway, Michael Westbrook, and J.J. Stokes went before me. The Cardinals traded their first round pick for Rob Moore. Buddy Ryan said he wanted big, tall, big, tall receivers to dominate on the outside. And he came and got me with the second round pick. And that to me was uh, one of the best days. Funny thing about it was on draft day, Bo, I said, God, I don't care where you send me. Send me someplace warm and a team that needs me. <laughs> the hottest go. place in town is the Arizona Cardinals. There's no hotter team. And guess what? Buddy Ryan had got rid of all three of his starting receivers, Reggie, Ricky Pro, and there was one more R on the Bucks, but I forgot it. But guess what? They brought me in, and I had to win the job, and I did. And me and Answered prayer. So we got so- David Boston. Yep. Yep. Back to back thousand yard receiving seasons. I'm sure you were calling your agent. Hey, get me a new contract. I, Show me the money. <laughs> I did. I actually got a new contract by my third, my third year. I went from uh I went from a three-year deal to a five-year deal. Five years, six, five years, sixteen million, somewhere in that number. That's a that's a that's a that's a that's a pissy ant moment right now when you're talking about five year, one hundred and thirty-five million dollars for a wide receiver in the NFL. How about that? Yeah, How about that. Played in the wrong era, Frank Sanders. Hey, look, I was born at a time where bell bottoms and bell bottoms and <laughs> platforms were still amazing. <laughs> Let me say this before we get into our Steve Keim and Cliff Kingsbury draft talk. Children five and older are eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine. The vaccine, the best tool we have to reduce the chances of getting sick. The vaccine can reduce the risk of being hospitalized or dying from the disease. Safe, free, and highly effective vaccines are available throughout Arizona. Visit azhealth.gov slash find vaccine for a location near you, Johnny. Oh, my goodness. Uh, we got some great comments to get through. So Frank in the 90s says, bees, these mother, what drafted me ain't on my level. Let's be honest. Uh, Jalen says five years, 16 million. They robbed you, Frank. Robbed me. Uh, I'm still pissed. <laughs> a lifetime contract. That'd be nice. Time to draft Frank in the supplemental draft. Get Kyler some legit wide receiver help. Jordan P. I feel like, Bo, that's Please, Jesus. the offseason. It's like the Cardinal, what the Cardinals need is somebody like Frank Sanders, a big physical yeah. outside receiver that played and dominated the SEC. And who does that, who does that sound like? Well, Steve Kime and company spoke to the media today. And they flat out listed their big three in terms of the needs for this organization. Now, this doesn't mean, put a big fat caveat, that they have to only draft these positions at pick 33, Bo. But they said, I think in this this order, edge rusher, receiver, cornerback, because, quote, those are the hardest positions to find and secure and probably pay, Bo. 
Yeah, and look, at least I usually I said this yesterday. I think this is one of the most useless press conferences, and it actually turned out uh, a bunch of gold diamonds because what they said about Kyler and because that they actually acknowledged the needs. And we heard, I mean, you should be con- concerned about the cornerback position because Cliff Kingsbury mentioned it back in his uh, availability at the combine. He said that's going to be a position that they're going to address that they felt like they fell short in last season. So, and then they're tied to guys like McDuffie and. You know, who who else? I mean, they've been kind of you've seen them at a couple different pro days and you've seen them holding visits for different guys coming into town. So we'll see. I mean, I, you, you hope that, you know, the right receivers there at 23 and that they have the, him ranked because Steve Kime still claims that he takes best player available, that they have that wide receiver ahead of the, the corner when it comes to 23 overall. It's scary. It scares me because I feel like um, and we talked about this yesterday. I only Andre Booth. Out of Clemson is an option for them. I've heard that they're concerned about his medical history. So you're right. So like Sauce Gardner, we don't think is an option going too yeah. high. Stingley Jr. from LSU, not an option too high. Okay, so what does that leave us with? It leaves us with Trent McDuffie, who I think right now, I mean, that's it's a very legitimate option because of the fact this, this organization has hit it big with cornerbacks from Washington. I would hate that pick for a lot of different reasons, not the player, but I just think he's a tweener corner who probably projects better as a safety. Cardinals don't need a safety. And, the, and he, Bo, we've talked about it throughout the duration of the offseason. He's too much like what they already have. He's not mm-hmm. a ball hawk. He's physical. I mean, it's like another Byron Murphy. And you've got Byron Murphy. And the Cardinals right. like Byron Murphy. Then the other player to look at, well, they could they double down on Florida cornerbacks? Kair Elam is a first-round prospect, probably fringe first-rounder out of Florida. Marco Wilson's teammate of a year ago. Um, that's a little concerning outside of that though. I really feel like number one, our boy, George Karloftis, they have had individual sessions with him. I don't think he's available 23. So then it's like, okay, well, what could even, cause we talked about the receivers to death at this point. It's, it's all of our preferences for the, I think Damian wants an edge rusher, but like uh, outside of Karloftis, what, what could you, you know, sniff around? Yeah. Um, a I think would definitely be an option if he was not hurt out of mission. Yeah. Um, then you like look Maffei, at, you know, no, and then this, I can't, the Arnold from Penn state, I can't even pronounce his last name. It starts with an E. I feel like they would have some interest in a trade down scenario, but you can't take that kid mm. at 23. I mean, just like at the end of the day, we're trying to will it into existence because we feel like it's their biggest need. The best value of any position right now, if you stay at 23 is going to be a receiver, assuming that Dotson or, goodness somebody like drake london or of course Traylon burks or if they trade up which they talked about doing today frank like those are the best possible options for this mm-hmm. team especially when you consider like yeah somebody's gonna get their ears wet playing corner next year but they're not gonna they're not gonna make an impact for this team next year like Traylon burks or jamison williams in the second half once he's fully recovered like those guys are are helping the cardinals make a make a playoff run debo samuel in his rookie season, got helped to get the 49ers to a Super Bowl. Now, now I will say the right kind of edge rusher can do that too. I just don't think in this draft, I don't think that player exists. Certainly not at 23. The conversation for the Arizona Cardinals is that, and, and the optics are that we should go outside in regards to wide receiver position. I'm still not soloing. I'm rocking with DA because the, the most hurting part that our offense and our team has struggled with is the defensive line and the, uh, and the Mike linebacker, for the most part, we had Jordan Hicks, but they exterior-wise, our linebacking core and our front seven 
on defense have been it's just been bad and bad in regards to the fact that JJ didn't give us a full season. Chandler was up and down, and he didn't play to that the guy that we thought was going to play after five sacks in the first game of the season versus Tennessee just just didn't do the same thing. So that was that was totally dismal uh, on on that in that respects. And Zayvon Collins, he didn't he never played much, and that that to me is again another slap in the face. We need our defense to be strong up front to stop the running game, to get pressure on the quarterback, and to be handedly giving our quarter giving our offense an opportunity for the ball back. So to me. I get it. We need receivers. That would be nice to have. We got AJ. We got D Hops. Now we got Zayvon. And, and, and we still got Rondell Moore along with Zach Ertz, who we didn't have at the beginning of the season, bringing back Max Williams and James Conner. So honestly, that's a better, that's a better, that's a better five when you look at our offensive side of the ball. Of course, with the offensive line additions that we've had it, we've added. We've done nothing on our defensive line. We've done nothing in our linebacking core. And those are the two most pressing points right now that need to be answered. I got to stick with that. I don't know who they're going to find, but I know that that would be to me um, in the locker room. That would be my most pressing issue, Bo. Yeah, I just feel like if they go offense, though, if they go offense, then they can flood the position later in the draft with with edge rushers, guys that you just tell them to go get the quarterback. You yeah. put them in a rotational role, and you can find a couple of those guys in the drop off from the first tier of pass rushers that are going to go. You know, the Walkers, the Hutchinsons, Kayvon Thibodeaux. Uh, even down to Jermaine Johnson, like after that, there is a steep drop off. And if you go out and get a Karloff, this guy, and he's playing 20 to 30 percent of the snaps and he racks up four sacks, like, is it worth 23 overall? I just don't think so. I think if you get a guy, say it's a plug and play guard like Zion Johnson, or if you get a, one of these wide receivers, you found a person that's going to be able to take your offense to the next level or defensively, he's going to make he's going to make a couple plays. But, you know, a cornerback, you'd probably be better served to re-sign Robert Alford, you know, to come back and, and play a couple snaps instead of, I know it's not reliable, but, you know, when he's out there, when he's taken, do you want a, a rookie or Robert Alford who's one-on-one with Cooper Cup in two games this year? Uh, I want a Robert Alford. And can I just say this too? I expect him to re-sign Byron Murphy. I think we, like, can we take a pulse of the room? I feel like we all expect that. That means if we fast forward to next year, Barring something unforeseen, Gladney, Marco Wilson, because he's still on his rookie contract and hopefully ascending, and Byron Murphy would be under contract. So you take one of these kids at 23, I like, I don't, I don't, what, what does that help you with? I don't right. know what that, like, yeah. I, and I got people in my comments on, well, you need four corners. Awesome. Take a developmental guy later or keep right. re signing Robert Alford to one year deals. You took Byron Murphy 33rd overall. See he and he's going to be at our event next Thursday. He's we refer to him CB one, right? I thought Marco Wilson before he hit a rookie wall was a really nice number two corner, and he's a true he was good until when corner. he was good until Robert until. Alford went out. Yeah, they're until fine. Like, yeah. and they've got and they've got and exposed. Well, but he's a kid. He threw a shoe, <laughs> and they've got safeties who can cover like corners. I I just. I am I am over this. I hope it's a smokescreen. Glad they they look at they're giving Gladney a two year deal. It's the only multi year contract they've given to an outside free agent this offseason. That's real money. That means he's going to play for them. You know who's not going to play a lot? The kid from Florida. He like he'll be on everybody. Oh, he looks great on special teams. Oh, did you see him almost block that kick? Oh yeah, we're losing by thirty because we can't score points or we can't run block. Awesome. 
Hey, I, that and the Karlofkis argument of a guy who had four sacks in the Big Ten, I don't want to hear it. If Jermaine Johnson is there, hell yeah, you draft him. I'm not saying I'm anti-edge rusher. I'm anti-edge rusher because I know at pick 23 what's going to be available. I love your idea, Bo. Steve Kime special, a la Marcus Golden. Not a lot of people knew who Marcus Golden was, and they were able to slow play it right. They missed out on Shane Ray and Bud Dupree in that first round. What they do? Stuck to their board. Took him. He's become one of their best pass rushers the last decade. Do that again, Steve. But in the first round, I need the, – the first round should be about can we get a sure thing? I want a sure thing. You know who's nope. not a sure thing? A kid hey. from Greece, I apologize, that had four <laughs> sacks in the Big Ten. A rotational corner in the first year. I want a guy who's going to come in and smoke A.J. Green in camp day one. Jamison Williams does that when he's healthy, and Traylon Burks does that. Brother, everything you're saying about that makes sense, only the fact that you guys are forgetting who's paid the most at the wide receiver position. DeAndre. Well, DeAndre Hopkins is so paid. Who's going, so who's, where's the ball going to most you need, of the time? No, but you, you, need, so you, multi, you need multiple I mean, weapons hear, to get through. I hear what you're saying, but that multiple weapons conversation comes back. Who won the Super Bowl this year was the Rams. Who pushed the Rams to win the Super Bowl? The defensive line. The defense. But it, it was took the Matthew defense. Stafford. The, the Bengals had T. Tough. Higgins. What, what you're saying? Again, Lamar Chase. Everything had, you're saying. Both those every, teams had three stud receivers. Everything you're saying is those three stud receivers. You know, the guy that pushed that team to win was Aaron Donald. You need a defensive line, a defensive front. This is not I, the way to do it. This, Look, this it is, when OBJ this, went out in that game, they were a completely different offense. Like when you're one-dimensional or yeah, you, you just well, know where the ball's going every time. If the Cardinals it, were it picking didn't stop it, though. top it 10, I would say – now, don't take one of these receivers top 10 because that's not good value. Take one of these edge rushers or these ta- – I would be – all about where they're picking. And where they're picking, okay. the value is not there for them to take a, a defensive player. I just don't think there there's good value in it, Bo. Now, now here's what I'll say about – and I see it in the comments too. A lot of people saying, you know, Burks and what Gambo's saying. It's like, look, sometimes – Sometimes as far as the smoke screen goes, and I'm not just saying this because Gambo, for whatever reason, blocked me. I've never even said a bad word about the guy in my life he might be part of the smokescreen. He's saying you're going to have a major reporter saying that the Cardinals are out on him, but the the meetings are telling me differently. Traylon Burks has met with this team. Johnny's confirmed it twice, once at the at the combine, and then he came, and I'm sure he had a great steak 44 dinner at some point. On he's, one of, he's one of like two or three prospects, and we're logging everything, that has met with this team more than once. Like, he's come to Arizona – and they've met with him and have done their due diligence. Now, they did the same thing once upon a time with Deshaun Kaiser a week before the draft. And lo and behold, I thought they were trading up in 2017 for Kaiser. Thank my good God that it was for Buda Baker and not Deshaun Kaiser. So it, it could be just we got to make sure. Maybe it's they're double-checking, right? Because maybe they saw Burks at the combine, and they said we're not interested. And now everybody lo- and their mother loves Burks because, of course, why wouldn't you? So they're like, okay, maybe let's double-check and make sure we didn't miss anything. Or it could be... We love this guy. Let's get him around our people. Let's take him out to dinner. You know, football IQ. Let's test it out. Let's maybe get him around D Hop. Let's just do. Let's do some stuff with him. But I, I thought it was interesting, gentlemen. Didn't mention guard today, okay. but I don't think that precludes them from taking a guard at twenty three because I, I, like I don't think departed. I would throw yeah. up. 
if they went and got a guard. No. I will I will walk out. I tell you, I'm going to drink three shots in a row if they get a guard. I'll drink four shots in You're a row. You're going to do that anyway. I, don't I, say, I, don't I, say I probably that, like, am. Only if they get a guard, guard. I'm, I'm telling you, look, if you if you come to the party and they get a guard, you meet me in the back <laughs> corner because we definitely shotgunning two double beers and then two <laughs> Make shots your reservation behind. now at the Ainsworth. Make your come reservation on, right now. If they draft a guard, meet me in the back corner. Make your reservations. We, we're taking shots and, and, and shotgunning beers. Hell no. Steve better not pull no rats. He bet he come on, man. Come on, man. Come what, on, man. What, what's key as far as Cliff Cliff's offense goes? The the interior pressure. If you can we don't of, know. If you can solidify that. Yeah, as far as the air raid, like the Achilles heel of the, the air raid. If they if you can get a guy, especially like 99 for LA, who is just you constantly can't, can't sell me on this. Can't sell me on this. Can't sell me on this. Bo, you can't sell me on this. Bo. You, you can always off. use an offensive lineman. I, I just oh, don't you, look as much as I want a wide receiver, just like like you. I think we've let talked me, into it. Let me let me do what the fans are doing right now. Let me do what people are doing right now. Bo, <laughs> you can't promise me Jamison Williams, Williams, and you can't promise me like Ty Burks. No one's you promising you. No, I'm saying you can't. But you can't. We can't have this. We can't have this major conversation about the best four three athletes on the planet, and we're gonna go grab a guard. You just, just, just we can't. We can't have this conversation. All right, hang on, hang on, hang on. Tell you what, Bill Porter. Belichick likes those big hog mollies, pushing people around. Three. Look how li- yeah. look how small he is. <laughs> you have to you have to get him some adequate help up front, and he can't see over Aaron Donald, and it pushes the pile, and he has to run around, and he's doing this a lot, right? So let him stand in the pocket and throw darts, and Zion Johnson and the green kids from AM who they met with allows them to do that. All right, so. Again, is it is it our preference? No, but an investment in the offense yes. is an investment in Kyler Murray. No more first-round picks for you, Vance Joseph. Oh you screwed the pooch too many times. You make good with what you have. It's like when you go to the grocery store or you go to the toy store with your mom when you're a kid, and you're like, you have toys at home that you haven't even played with yet. I'm not buying you that new action figure. That's what's happening with Vance Joseph. No shiny new George Karloftis barf. Out of out of curtain for you. No, no new cornerback for you, Vance Joseph. Let me see you play with the toys that you have already. And then then I'll de- debate on whether or not I'm gonna get you a second or third round developmental player. Cliff, give Cliff Kingsbury a skill player, damn it. For the first time ever, outside of you know, drafting him a quarterback, the one he wanted. In the first round, right? Yeah. I want to remind everybody again: the party is starting a week from today, live at the Ainsworth. Frank. He's already committed to multiple shots if they take a guard. That's happening way before pick 23, I can rest assure you. 4 p.m., we're going to be kicking it with the Cardinals. One true corner, Byron Murphy. I cannot wait. It's not a, The Ainsworth is a restaurant. For those of you who don't know, it's not a hotel. <laughs> PHNX Cardinals Live. We're going to have food and drink giveaways. If, if you're not there, what are you doing? This is the draft party of the season. We want to hang out with you guys. We want to get to know you guys. The PHNX community wants to bring you in. And, and, and we want to celebrate this gigantic affair. It's probably going to be our big, biggest event to date since we launched. I'm so excited, Bo. And, uh, yeah, don't miss it. Yeah, I'm excited also to uh, announce our new partner for PHNX Sports. Of course, OG's. OG's Brands is part of the PHNX family. OG's is one of Arizona's first original scratch-made cannabis kitchens dedicated to creating and innovative, memorable cannabis-infused products that flavor life's journey. It might be April 21st. 
the day after 420, but you can still celebrate like it's 420 with OG's. Edibles, not a one-size-fits-all product, which is why OG's is proud to offer a wide range of products for all demographics and preferences. Flavoring life, that's their motto. And you can get in on flavoring your own life with some OG's. You want to learn more about OG's? Go to ogsbrands.com. That's O-G-E-E-Z brands.com. It's also my Easy mom's notes. birthday today, by the way. Happy hey, birthday, Hey, happy mom. birthday, Bo's mom. Hey, Easy no steroids in the chat. Frank, will you will you take a virtual shot with me? I'm in Oregon in any enemy territory. Brother, anytime you want to, you just anytime you want. You tell me what you're drinking, we'll take shots all day long. We got no problem with it. Bo, I'm gonna start calling you Bo blocked from because you're blocked from Gambo. <laughs> but we're gonna fi- we're gonna fix that. Again, I was randomly blocked you. by him and Chandler Jones. Like I really? never yeah, never said in a word. Are you blocked by Mike Jarecki, though? That's the real question. No, Jarecki does not block me. He unfollowed me after we we stopped working together. Mm. That seems like a professional thing to do. Uh, Mm. Most of us here are blocked by Jarecki, so pour one out. Happy birthday, Mrs. Brock. Absolutely. Again, tomorrow we will be back for our Friday show. PHNX Cardinals Live, 4 p.m. I want to remind everybody, follow us. Go to gophnx.com. I got an article right now begging, pleading the Cardinals to please draft Traylon Burks. 50 cents for the first month, $8.99 for the subsequent months, or you can pay just under 60 bucks and get Bo Brock's phenomenal t-shirt right now from the PHNX Merchandise Locker. It is off the chain. I think we're going to have a bunch of PHNX Cardinal gear, hopefully next Thursday during the draft party. So hopefully you can partake a little bit in that quality goodness. Again, be sure to follow us at PHNX underscore Cardinals on Twitter. Subscribe on YouTube, PHNX Sports. Frank Sanders, 81, Bo Brock. At Bull Brock, I'm Johnny Venerable. We'll be back tomorrow. See you later.